Welcome to season three, I guess. This is what <laughs> I'm going to call it. This is the Press Play Podcast, and we are finally back after a long hiatus that was Seth's fault. I'm Ian. I'm Seth, and it wasn't my fucking fault. It was Comcast's fault. I'm Dasher, and it's California's fault. <laughs> uh, yes, so what ended up happening was... Like we said in the last episode, which, God, it just feels like forever ago, uh, I went on vacation, and Seth was moving at the time, and then he just you just couldn't uh, just couldn't lock down some internet at the new place, and it just took them forever to install. So, yeah, it was kind of their mm-hmm. fault, but if you hadn't had to move, so we're back to your fault again. Okay. It, it's, it's, been, it's been over a month. Yeah, you couldn't go to a Starbucks or something? No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Well, well, we've got a lot of trouble today because since we've been gone, you know, we've had these these plans. We've got to cover something that's at least a month old, something that's actually two things that are a month old at this point and something that's brand new. So I'm just going to go ahead, crack my beer open. And let's start with the first thing, which is the actually most recent thing, which I... We don't do nerd news that often, but my God, when something this monumental happens for Dasher and I, we have to discuss it. Seth, you can just take a seat if you don't care that much, but Dasher and I are huge, huge kaiju fans, and we finally got our very first trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Dasher, your yes. thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm, Dasher, your thoughts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go later. Um, I I've watched this trailer several times. At first, I was like, probably you, holy fucking shit, this is happening, oh my fucking god, it was amazing. The second time I watched it, I was like, hmm. The third time I watched it, I was like, huh. The fourth time I was watching it, I'm like, they're fucking with us. You're making me drink the reason. The reason why I say that is... If you saw Kong Skull Island, Kong was a beast. He was big. He wasn't Godzilla big, but he was big. Their rationale behind that was, oh, he's just a teenage Kong. All right, cool. He's going to get bigger. He's going to grow to possibly Godzilla height. I get it. Cool. Sure. Because everybody knows in the two Godzilla movies that we've had, he's fucking massive. He's the biggest, I think, that he's ever been. Ever. Ever. With the exception of Shin Godzilla the most recent Japanese incantation um, is right. the biggest, but this is by far the second biggest for sure. Yes. So I'm watching the trailer the fourth time, and I noticed it the third time, and the fourth time it clicked. God's or Kong has an age to fucking day. All right? He doesn't look like he's aged a fucking day. Yeah, he's big, but he hasn't grown. They shrunk Godzilla. Because when they're on the battleship, uh-huh. I, I'm of the belief that that's not Godzilla they're showing us. I believe there's a good amount of subterfuge going on in these in this trailer. I don't think that's Godzilla. And I think before, I, I think it's a ruse. And, and before Seth gets into his thing, I, I'll, I'll address what you're saying now, okay? Because if you if you if you have seen a lot of the old kaiju films, Mecha Godzilla 
is built around the skeleton of the very first Godzilla. Yes. Is, is, and people are saying that they showed Mechagodzilla in the trailer. Is that maybe what we're going to get? Uh, and well, and if that's the case, then we're being lied to because this isn't Godzilla versus King Kong. This yeah. is Mechagodzilla versus King Kong. But have it, you seen the, these rumors that people are saying that they're going to have Mechagodzilla in it? Well, Mecha, Mechagodzilla's in the trailer. You okay. can see him plain as day. Um, yeah, they stuck the, him in there. One of the what? very first scenes in the trailer when it's got like, there, it's the daytime in the city and everybody is running down the subway, you see Mechagodzilla's head in the smoke. Now, the worst thing they can possibly do in this movie is make us think this is Godzilla the entire time. It's actually Mecha Godzilla, and then the actual Godzilla sneaks in and helps Kong at the very last minute. That would be the biggest fucking cop-out, and would piss me right the fuck off. However, I think that's exactly what we're going to get here. Well, I mean, you do realize that these trailers don't show things necessarily in chronological order. They can turn into Mecha Godzilla. Exactly, but even in the original, Mecha Godzilla started off looking just like Godzilla. He looked like an exact clone of Godzilla until he shed his skin and was Mecha Godzilla. So I think the Godzilla we see fighting Kong on the aircraft carrier is not the actual Godzilla because he's way bigger than that. Way bigger than that. There's no fucking way that's the actual Godzilla. If it is, then they shrunk him to scale. They brought him down instead of moving Kong up, which is just... I hope it's Mecha Godzilla. That's all I'm saying. And I hope that... And don't get me wrong. I would love to see Mecha Godzilla in this movie, but not at the expense of only five minutes of actual Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay. Hmm. I like I like a lot of your points. Uh, before you go any further and burst a blood vessel, which I may, you might. Uh, I want to move it over to Seth. I know you watched the trailer, just like yes. we did. I want to know what you think because I don't. We've never. You and I have been friends for years, and I don't think we've ever discussed. You know the these type of films before we're we mainly stick to like comic books and comedies and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff we we've never ventured into the realm of kaiju well that's because I haven't seen a lot of them um I've probably seen maybe two kaiju films in my life Ooh. now that oh. being said, that doesn't mean I'm not a fan right. um I think that kaiju films are extremely cool. And I, I actually, and I believe that this is what the world needs right now is a good goddamn kaiju film. I want to see these big monsters go at it with each other, wreaking havoc everywhere they go. Um, now when, I, when, the, when, when the trailer started um, and they first showed Kong moving, I was like, okay, he looks fucking amazing. He um, does. These effects are these effects are fantastic. Both Godzilla and Kong look great. Um, and I thought that Kong grew. Um, Godzilla's enormous. They 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 established that fact with that with with that shot from the ground that when he's coming over the camera, um, and it's just and you just see like from the neck to the head, he's gigantic. 
Uh, but this, uh, I'm excited for it. This was like a whole lot of dumb fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's what kaiju movies are supposed to be. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going into a kaiju movie for a serious undertone. No, you're, lo- you're loving it. The- yeah. Yeah. I, I don't give a hot shit about character development in this movie. At exactly. All. The humans are secondary in every kaiju film ever made. Ever. Uh, well, this is humans, an American adaptation, so that might change. They usually it, tend to focus on humans, which well, I find it, incredibly fucking annoying. It did in the original Godzilla 2014, <laughs> where Godzilla was in the movie for literally seven minutes total screen mm-hmm. time. Fucking Brian um, Cranston. Uh, yeah. Now, <laughs> when he was on film, holy fucking shit. But way too much human involvement in that film. King of the Monsters... They went back to the roots. It was all about the fucking monsters. The humans were just fucking there. Um, and that's what you needed a kaiju film because the kaiju are the stars, not the fucking humans, the kaiju. So I, I'm I'm very skeptical of this movie right now based on the trailer and my views of it. So I mean just just from the action that they showed in the trailer, I think that we're being promised a good time. Um, and yeah. this is something I want to see on a big screen. Absolutely. I have if, to if go there's to the a th- theater if, to watch this. If there is a theater open uh, within 20, 30 miles of me, I'm going to be there. And Seth, you're going. Oh, shoot. Our governor just lifted the stay-at-home ban, so I'm pretty well, sure they're going to uh, be open. I don't know if y'all saw, but probably a couple of hours ago, I saw that they pushed the release date back exactly a week. So. Yeah, I... I I did see that, and I got pissed at first because uh, I saw it it's on a Facebook. Week. I saw, yeah, a lot of people were posting that I got pushed back, and I'm like, "What the fuck? No!" And then I opened it. Oh, it's a week. Oh, never mind. That's fine. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, seven it's days. It's yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I myself am going to watch it from the comfort of my own home. Um, I can't for, do it. I, 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 I feel you. I really do. I really do. Um, but that's just how I'm going to roll with it. But I, I just hope that. We get more than five minutes of actual Godzilla, and I'm scared. To, don't get me wrong. Again, I love Mecha Godzilla. I love the fact that they're going to bring him into this monster verse, if you will. No problem with that whatsoever. I just don't want it to be done at the expense of. All right, we're getting a King Kong versus Godzilla film, but we're not getting a King Kong versus Godzilla film. You know what I, I mean? Think- but I think I th- I don't I don't think that they're going to be two separate things in this movie. I think they're the same monster. I think that Godzilla is going to turn into Mecha Godzilla. No, no. It doesn't have to, dude. That's an American adaptation. They're not necessarily going to follow the 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 uh, lore from Japan. Well, well, they don't have to do that because in King of the Monsters, when they killed Ghidorah, they saved one of his three heads, which totally opens up, all right, they're going to either make Mecha King Ghidorah or they're going to use it to make Mecha Godzilla. So the only way you can turn Godzilla into Mecha Godzilla would be to kill Godzilla. Godzilla's alive as of the end of the last film. So unless he dies in the first five minutes of this film, which would be total bullshit, there's no way the actual Godzilla can turn into Mecha Godzilla. Or Kong kills him, and then in the last 15 minutes is with as a fight with Mechagodzilla. <laughs> Nerds everywhere would riot in the street. You think we've got riots this past year? 
there would be bloodshed, especially in Japan. Uh, you are neck deep in hyperbole, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm just hoping they're not doing what I think they're doing based on the trailer I saw. That's all. However, with that being said, it was a beautiful fucking trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And here's what I think they're doing because of the trailer. Uh, I think they're going to do exactly what the 2014 Godzilla did, but with Kong this time. And here's why. First time I watched the trailer, I was like, Dasher, this is going to be the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. I've been waiting 30 years to see this movie done again. Yeah. And hopefully done properly, because honest to God, I know he's the good... He's. They're portraying him as the good guy. Fuck King Kong. He has no kills, no candle to Godzilla. None. None whatsoever. If I mean, if he wins, it's going to be some bullshit. Yep. But they made it, and, and the second time I watched the trailer, I was still pretty excited, but then I started to actually analyze what I was looking at, and I'm like, okay, hold on. They're like, these are the only two survivors of like this war. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Mm, uh, so you're saying like this... Has been going on for a, a, how long? I just I don't really know how I feel about that. And then they introduced this kid. And because they introduced this kid, that made me worry that they're going to focus way more on the humans than they should in a movie called Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. As if we give a shit yeah. about this kid. Why I, is this kid you- here? I want right. you to think about this and think about this hard, okay? And what American versus film has it ever focused on the two people that are supposed to be fighting and the, the, you know they're in the they're the they're the titular characters and I they're swear in to it God, for nothing. I swear Alien to God, versus, it... Alien versus Predator, Freddy versus Jason, they all focused on the goddamn stupid people, and the whole reason that you're there to watch the movie doesn't happen until the end, and it's not and even I... that long. And I swear to Christ, as sure as the twin sun set on Tatooine's that this child's name is Martha, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> you could easily just IMDB that shit. Probably. I'm going to let it be a surprise. Oh, really? Because I was, I was Googling it as you spoke. <laughs> Let's see. Where's this kid? But, uh, uh, well, I mean, they've, they've already set Godzilla. All right, number one. They've already in this trailer established Godzilla, allegedly, allegedly, is the bad guy. Why? Why? All of a sudden, is he the bad guy when for the past two films, he's been the savior of the fucking Earth? Because. Because it's King Kong. Reasons. What What she says is that Godzilla is hurting people, and they don't know why. Because it's not Godzilla. It's fucking Mecha Godzilla. I will put money on it right here, right now. Uh, okay. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But but they introduced way too many people yeah, in this trailer. Agreed. Agreed. Like I said, there's this kid, there's this girl who's protecting their kid, there's Alexander Skarsgård for some reason. What happened to Loki? Why is he not in this movie? He was in there's Skull 11. Island. He's probably dead there's by a, now. There's 11... From Stranger Things. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people in this in this one trailer, which uh, you should not have that many people because not that many people need to be talking. Mm-mm. And like, I give a fuck. 
Right. Just show me big monsters. Yes, that's the only reason that I'm seeing this on the big screen. Otherwise, I would do what Dasher was doing and stay the hell home. Big <laughs> monster, is, like the Hulk <laughs> said. Big monster. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is why I'm staying the hell home because I'm afraid they're going to do exactly what you just said. If if, if, if they if, don't, then I'll go watch it the second time on the big screen. Okay, but uh, yeah, there's. But a, there's I, I'm a, still excited about it. Don't get me wrong. You know skeptical, what? That's actually yes. not a bad idea. Yeah, skeptical, yes. Excited, absolutely. Because still, again. It's Godzilla versus King fucking Kong. And this is a movie literally 70 years in the making because the first one came out in, what, 65, 66? Yep. This is round two. Yeah. And depending on which version of that one you saw, either King Kong won or Godzilla won. Mm-hmm. In the uh, more accepted version, King Kong won. You know right. what I mean? That's yeah. More, that's, I don't want to use the word, but that's canon, I guess. is the and, and, and by winning, he wins in the fact that Godzilla retreats. He doesn't kill Godzilla. Right. Which oh, is still man. bullshit. It but, is. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I mean it's... I, it I'm looking forward to it. I Maybe they'll explain why they're the same size. Personally, I would have liked it if they'd have kept Godzilla the same height and Kong was just faster and able to climb and, you know... Sure, because that makes cool. sense. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, he he, he counters Godzilla's sheer mass with speed and agility. I, I get that. That's believable as fuck for a kaiju yeah. film. Yeah, I get but, it. But um, yeah, to make them, uh, uh, and then what the hell is this battle axe that Kong's got that can deflect atomic breath? I do really. That was the only part of the trailer I went. Huh? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they got to give him something. Otherwise, it's not even a fight, right? No, because the atomic breath is like the the end for King Kong. But yeah, I saw yeah. that and I'm like, okay, what the? They better explain that and explain it well. And two seconds after he jumps off that aircraft carrier <laughs> from when Godzilla blows it up from underneath the water, if I don't see seared monkey cheeks, I'm calling bullshit. You want you want them to explain this axe or whatever? I hope he just fucking finds it. <laughs> you must be joking. I want to. I want to see him just pick it up and start using it. Just, well, just a, using just I don't, a random, I don't, I don't just care random. otherwise. Well, here's the thing. And why should you? Because why it's atomic breath, and it's just and it's just absorbing it. Not even deflecting it. It's just absorbing it. it, 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 it Dasher, am I making it, sense? You are, you are, and here's exactly why I think it's Mecha Godzilla, and I think that scene is going to be the reveal. The monkey's going to deflect it. He's going to throw it back down on his head. The smoke's going to clear, and you've got half Godzilla, half Mecha Godzilla in the same body. That's going to be the reveal. And then they're going to fight a little bit more, and then out of nowhere comes Big G towering over the both of them to save the fucking day. That's how oh, I, I see this going down. That'd be great. Too bad that's not what's going to happen. Mm, we'll see. Oh, we will. And believe yes. it, I'll be there day one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to get off work on a Friday night, maybe even yep. Thursday. And I'm going to head straight to the theater. Seth, you're going with me. I'm watching this movie 30 seconds after it drops on Max. Oh, yeah. I'd, like, I, 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 I might even take, you know, I might not take the day off work, but I'm leaving early. 
And, and don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, we will be talking about it the following Monday. So. Oh, yeah, almost immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost immediately. Okay. We got we to gotta cool what down. What a time to be alive, right? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Because I, I, that's another thing. Like we're we're going to be talking about. Uh, you you clicked on the title of the episode. We're talking about Wonder Woman eighty four. Dash and I watched that together on HBO Max in the comfort of his living room. I love the fact that they're, that they're doing this because yeah, they and, said and, for the rest of the year. It doesn't yeah. matter if COVID if, if COVID goes away tomorrow. They they agreed the rest of the year, so we can watch Matrix, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla yep. versus Kong. Yeah, and it's for like what it's free for like the first thirty days or whatever, so we can mm-hmm. we can yep. watch that movie as many times as we want. And, and, I, and I'm just gonna go ahead and throw it out there: it's not important, even in the slightest. Wonder Woman '84 was the very first movie, the very first broadcast of any kind that I watched on my brand new television. And yeah, I helped I'll you be, put it together. You did, and I'll be damned if I'm disappointed that we had to christen the new beast on a piece of shit like this movie that we're fixing to cover. Well, but we're not, not quite yet. there yet. Oh no! Because we got a whole we're, we got a whole other yeah. thing to talk about. Yeah, we so do. So strap in. This episode's yeah. just getting started. So, the last time we were all here doing this podcast, we talked about the seventh episode of the eight episode season of The Mandalorian, which means now we gotta cover the end of it, which was a while ago, but it's mm-hmm. still fresh in my mind. Just the and I'll go ahead and start the hatred that I have for this show now. Mm. <laughs> oh, do tell, sir. Okay. So, when we last left Mando, he had found out where Moff Gideon was keeping the kid on his on his ship. He found out where it was, and he has to go get him. So he doesn't he doesn't bring Bill Burr with him. We established that he just left him on some desolate fuck-off forest planet like an idiot. He doesn't go ask Coral Weathers or any of his people for help. He gets Gina Carano and the Asian chick, and he and he goes back to find... Um, Boba Fett. What, uh, not Boba Fett. He was already... Boba Fett didn't do shit for this episode, and we'll get into that. Don't even, don't even say that he had anything to do with this. Uh, what was the other Mandalorian's name? Uh, the lady chick. Oh, um, Bo-Katan. Uh, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to find her and her assistant, which in episode three, there were three of those people. Mm-hmm. Where'd the other one go? Okay, so people just keep getting left out of this plan, which sucks. Uh, I, I will say there's one thing that I did that I never, ever, ever, ever wanted to see in this show. But we'll get to that later. I, I, I'm just, like we said when, um, we first meet Boba Fett. Mando's an idiot because yeah. he could have absolutely had a a freaking A team of the galaxy's most badass, and he didn't. He, he brought like half of them. Not even half. Not even. It's ridiculous. He could have. I mean, I know Ahsoka Tano said no, she wouldn't train him, but you're telling me he couldn't have asked her for help and she would have gone to rescue him? Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I kept yeah. waiting and waiting for her to show up. I was I was literally hoping it was her that was going to show up, but then when I saw Red Five, I was like, it can only be one person, and it's the one person we did not want it to be. Mm-hmm. For yeah. reasons that, for reasons that will be explained throughout the duration of this discussion. I I very much loved 
I think this is the episode I love uh, Giancarlo in the most because I think it's it's the one he's in the most. Yeah. yeah. It, like one of one of one of the most badass lines, even better than when he was on the boys. He's like, uh, "Here's a piece of friendly advice: always assume I know everything." Yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh, okay, outstanding. Yeah. yeah. And then the lightsaber fight with the spear was cool. I did not care about the dark troopers yet again because they aren't. It was such a waste. Like, yeah, Cannon it was Potter. cool. It was cool to see him fight the one. And then the mm-hmm. others just show up, which, by the way, I knew was coming because you dropped them into space. They're droids who can fly. Yeah. They'll be right yeah. back. How dumb right. do you think we are? Yeah, they're not going anywhere. It's like it's like it's this episode was so predictable. It hurt. Well, the the whole thing with the dark saber battle with Moff Gideon with the dark saber fighting Mando with the Beskar spear, yeah, it was cool. But the end game to that renders the Darksaber, its purpose, completely irrelevant to the story of the Darksaber. Um, Expand on that. Yeah, because now, technically, by law, by Mandalorian law, Mando is now the ruler of Mandalore. They don't touch on that at all. No, they ignore that. They ignore the fuck out of that. That that's never brought to a conclusion. They they just they just say, and then it looks like Bo Katan and him are about to fight, and then Luke shows up, and then once Luke shows up, which by the spoilers, that's what pisses us off. Episode over. Yeah, cut to black. They didn't even address it again. Not not at all. Now I'm like, sure I'm sure within I'm sure that's how they're going to start the next season. I would assume. That's what's going to be one of the main focal points of the next season, at least the first few episodes, is that storyline. It better be. Otherwise, you've taken this, for lack of a better term, legendary, iconic weapon within the Star Wars universe and rendered it completely fucking obsolete. You might as well not even brought it into play at all. Seth, you've been quiet. Mm Mm-hmm. Please, Revel, I would love to hear your feedback on this. I thought the action was exciting looking. It um, was. A lot of the fights choreography was it looked great. Um and I want you to hear me out on this. Oh boy. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> was it cool to see Luke Skywalker? It was. Yeah, yes. I like seeing him again. Sure. But let me tell you why this is a poopy bad thing. (laughs) It adds nothing. The Mandalorian has become Star Wars fan service the show. Having Luke, and I knew, oh, as soon as as I saw that green lightsaber, I was like, fuck, it's Luke Skywalker. You didn't even need to see the green lightsaber. As soon as you saw the single X-Wing, you knew who it was. Yeah. Yep. I just, I was hoping it wasn't. <laughs> I was in denial. But as soon as I saw, I, I was in denial up until I saw, because I saw the green lightsaber, like, well, I mean, a lot of people have those. And then I saw, saw the hand. I saw his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Ahsoka like, Tano. Motherfuckers. Ahsoka Tano doesn't have an X Wing. Um, no. The other fan theory was maybe it's Mace Windu. I don't think he's got an X Wing unless he stole it from somebody, if he's even still alive, yet to be determined. 
Um, but Seth, and not to interrupt you, I know you got more to say, but to your question a moment ago, yes, it was cool to see Luke Skywalker again. The CGI was not spot on, but it was good enough. It was acceptable. It Hold was very now. acceptable. And and then, young, no, young Luke looked like crap. And then Mark Hamill voicing it just, you know, made it even that much more better. Um, but with that being said, Seth, please continue with your thoughts on the show. Now, I, I do agree in the writing decision that it makes sense for a Jedi to show up. Mm-hmm. But we've already been introduced to one in this show. Why wasn't mm-hmm. it her? Mm-hmm. Why couldn't have uh, have Ahsoka had a change of heart? That's or, called a character arc, and we don't or, have those or, in the show. Or, or, or it, you get a scene with her, and Luke's talking to her in the with the Force. That would have been and, great. And, and so especially you, with you the... need. To, I, I'm Luke Skywalker. I am Anakin's. She, Skywalker, yes, I'm Anakin's son. And I helped destroy the Emperor. You need I'll to need go you. get this kid. We need you. Yeah. I got. I have Luke Skywalker shit going on right now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it never, ever made sense for him to show up. Yeah. For him to be mentioned or him talking to Ahsoka. That would have been great. Him coercing her into going and telling her why it's important. No, you're not ready to train him, but you need to bring him to me. Mm-hmm. You need to go save this kid. Uh, uh, why uh, did you? Spe- why did you? Why did you let him go? This is why the Jedi Council lost faith in you. So on and so forth. Especially with the fact that she's got her own standalone show coming, it would have made way more sense. But no, we had to have Luke show yeah. his face on camera, and. That's the problem with having these characters that were that are based on real people, mm-hmm. and and what when I was based on real, their 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 likenesses are based upon real folks. Mm-hmm. You can't just recast these characters; no. they're too embedded in our culture. And it's like everybody's and, screaming. It's like everybody's screaming for Sebastian Stan to be the new young Luke Skywalker. Fuck off! No, fuck off! No, and and that's and, and that's the thing too. Can this series? Uh, this this franchise, please, I'm begging you, reach outside of these 60 years. Mm. Yeah, I would love to see the Old Republic. Sure. Or the Mandalorian Wars, because none sure. of these characters were yeah. there for it. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Darth yeah. Plagueis, even. I mean, I, I don't care, but give, I know what you're saying. Me, give me Darth Reaven, even. Whoever that is. Yeah, he's from one or, of the video or, games. Or make something up. Yeah. yeah. You Lucas know what I great. mean? Lucas was great at pulling stuff out of his ass. Why can't Disney yeah. do it? Yeah. Um, and but, and but, let's, let's be honest for a second. The only thing you did when you introduced Luke Skywalker into this universe, not universe, but into this show, is you sealed Grogu's fate. Because now everybody and their grandmother knows what happens to him. Yeah, he gets that's killed the first during thing. Kylo. He gets killed during Kylo's tantrum. Grogu is dead, folks. Yeah, He's you born. signed that. You signed that kid's death certificate the second he walked away with Luke Skywalker. I said yes. it the second that episode was over. I told everyone that would listen that kid is now dead. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Good job, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> yep. People now, are crying. R.I.P. Baby Yoda. Yeah, people were crying, like, oh, I didn't want to see him go. I'm like, you should be thinking about what's going to happen to him later. Like, you, do, yeah. did you think about this? Yeah. Oh, no, Kyle, I didn't think about that. No, you did. Yeah. Neither did the writers. Uh, yeah, because, again, as sure as the day is long, Kylo Ren kills his ass during his tantrum. Because <laughs> he killed all of them. Mm-hmm. Every the last one. Ren. Every last one of Skywalker's students are dead. Mm-hmm. Well, what if Grogu became another Ren? Fuck off. No, we saw the Knights of Ren. He didn't look like that. No. No, I, I, I think that uh, the, the moment between Mando and the kid with his mask off was touching. It was, um, yeah. <sighs> but by far... The, the decision to include Luke Skywalker in this episode and the way that they included him was a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. That could have gone so much better. He, yeah, it was cool to watch Luke in his prime doing you know bad, badass Jedi shit. That's fine. And, but and, and, it didn't add anything to the story for him to be there in that capacity. It what, should have been is, Ahsoka. What is the one thing we've said this entire season... That John Favreau has done. Played He's played it, played it safe the entire fucking season. This was the epitome of a safe play. It really was. Uh, like, wouldn't if you want to show Luke Skywalker, that's fine. The very last shot of the show could have been Ahsoka. Giving it, giving Grogu to Luke, and he takes his hood off the way he did at the end of Force Awakens. But he's a young man, and like this is his first student or whatever. Totally Fine. acceptable. He he doesn't even have to, to- say a word. He doesn't have to say to- a word. He just totally acceptable. I'm totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, "Oh, this was Luke's Rogue One moment. It was so much better than Vader." Bullshit. You're full of shit. You're fooling <laughs> yourself, sir. There no, was you are- no. There was no. Fear in anybody's face when Luke Skywalker was cutting down fucking droids, Iron Men. When Darth Vader showed up at the end of Rogue One, it was fear. Yeah, and and if you if if you really think about it, that's why Favreau chose to make the dro- the the uh, Dark Troopers. Robots, because you can't. He he already had Luke Skywalker in his head in that episode, because oh, you yeah. can't have Luke Skywalker going through and mowing down a bunch of people. Exactly that sucks. Exactly. It's cool as that would have been. Yep. Yep. You know yep. because it's not. If only he had done that in another movie. Oh yeah, he murdered a bunch of fuckers in Return <laughs> of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> He he literally cut his way through Jabba's palace. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did do that. Which? Uh, speaking of Jabba's palace. Nope, nope, not not yet. All right. Not yet. I want to talk about Boba in the episode itself before I actually talk about Boba at the end because uh, oh he was a, he, he was a chauffeur. He was yeah, a chauffeur. That's all he's been. Because I, I went back. I went back and I listened to what you had said about Boba. Can we put some respect on his name? B O B A F E T T. Fuck Boba Fett. He did dick. That's all he did fault. was drop them off, 
That's right. Fly away, and all of a sudden he shows up. And by the way, he wasn't even a badass at the end at the uh, post credit scene because the Asian chick took everybody out, and Boba Fett shot an unarmed man. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, uh, keep in mind, he has serious... Well, and that just shows how much of a ruthless bastard he is that he shoots an unarmed man. You can justify his badassness to me all you want, but it's not going to he, he had severe beef with. He had severe beef with Bib, Bib, Bib Fortuna. There, there was long-standing beef there. So that was yeah, actually... Yeah, uh, yeah, he doesn't belong on that throne. The Asian chick does, because he did nothing at all. Mm. He dropped them off in, in the episode, flew away, and he's never seen again till the end credits. Boba Fett is exactly what I've said he is this entire time. Useless. Well, you're still going to watch his show when it comes out, aren't you? Honestly, I will, just so I can yeah. continue to tell you how useless he is. <laughs> Cause I'm good. I'm just gonna make fun of him even more when he when the camera is focused on him. Watch me. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I just I did not care. I didn't care. I mean, uh, what you're saying is not wrong in the framework of the way that you're saying it, but. You will learn to respect Boba Fett once the show comes on. We'll see. We will. We will. I mean, there's nowhere to go but up for him. <clears throat> I mean, just the fact that Disney let him shoot an unarmed man right there is going to show you what they're willing to do with his show. I mean, I don't think they really give a fuck. It's Boba Fett. He's not going to be a hero. <sighs> I, you know what? At this point, Jango Fett did more for his reputation than Boba Fett did. Oh, what? Yeah. I said it. Well, I mean, Jango was a bad motherfucker until he, he got decapitated by Samuel. Literally the best lightsaber fighter in the galaxy, but he was shooting other Jedi just point blank range. Yeah, I mean point blank range, boom, yeah. I, do we I, have any? Do we, do we have anything else to speak on about this episode? I feel like him taking off his helmet. I know that Grogu has never seen it before, but if he hadn't have taken his mask off in the episode prior, it probably would have held more weight. But I for agree. Me it didn't. For somebody who. For somebody who never takes my helmet off, what's this like three times now? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you're that 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 rule's starting to lose a little bit of its luster, there, guy. Exactly, and he took it off in front of literally everyone. Everybody, everybody's seen the man's face now. He's he's not safe anywhere. Nope. So I guess he's gonna go fuck off and rule Mandalore or something. But yeah, it, it, like I said, it would have held more weight if he hadn't have done it to Bill Burr. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the next season, they have to go to Mandalore now. I mean, they have to. Yeah. And, but this is what I will say. I'm glad that I was – something that I said actually happened. I said, if you've got nothing for the kid to do, get him out of here. And they did. And if I never see that kid again, well, we're not, it'll be too soon. Well, he's he's going to die a very horrible death not too long after. Yeah. But – uh. 
they at least they realize that uh, they have nothing else. Uh, they have nothing else they oh. can do with the kid. Oh, and one thing that well, another thing that we did learn is we learned who saved young Grogu from the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. R two fucking D two. I didn't know that. You, I mean, they clearly knew each other when R two came into the room. That's, I mean, I mean they, that. No. Yeah. He, he, he could have just been happy to see a fucking shiny droid. He's an nah. he's an infant. Nah, R two say R two saved the little tyke from the Order sixty six. You can't convince me otherwise. R two D two was nowhere near the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. How do you know? Because they. Ah 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 You don't know. Wasn't was he on Kashyyyk? No, he wasn't on Kashyyyk. All right, Google's about to be my friend. Where was R2? R2 During Order 66. Mm. And while you're looking that up, I just want to let the world know my absolute uh, furious disdain for the entire Fett family. There I said it. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. uh, I mean, there's, o- there's only two. <laughs> All two of them, Mitch. All two of them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool episode. Um, like you said, Seth, the action sequences. Yeah, it was cool seeing Luke come through doing his thing. Yeah, awesome. Um, but it just could have been. It could have been so much more. It could have been, and it should have been. This whole season could have been so much more. It, it could have been a random Jedi that we've never even heard of before, and it would have made been better. More, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Favreau, I, Favreau I would have played it safe. I mentioned it in a previous episode it, it, when we were talking about what if they send Luke. I said, no, it just needs to be some Jedi that he sends. I'm here on behalf of Master Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, felt, Gro- he felt Grogu reach out to the Force, so he sent me to him. Yeah. He could have been one of his apprentices. Yeah. Right. But that's not Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker doesn't send people to do his job. Yada, yada, yada. Like I said, Luke Skywalker is off doing Luke Skywalker things. Off doing also, Luke Skywalker shit, exactly. Not to mention, you don't know that because Luke Skywalker's never had apprentices before. Right. So shut up with that. Okay. Oh, man, I knew it. I knew Star Wars was going to piss me off. Why does this always happen? Because <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> I know. God damn it. You guys want to talk about King Kong some more or something? No, we got to get to the yeah, literal you, elephant in the room. Yeah, you can't uh, You can't delay it anymore, dude. Yeah, it's it's got to be done. Um, disclaimer. The thoughts, beliefs, and views of myself, Seth Rubble, and Ian Massengale are our own. We do not speak for the human race. We do not speak for one faction or the other. We speak for ourselves and ourselves only. With that being said, spoiler alert, we're about to shit on this movie. And before, <laughs> and before we do, I would like to point out we also have a Patreon page that you can donate to. It helps the show out a lot. Go to patreon.com slash pressplaypodcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash pressplaypodcast. Plug. All right. Yay. Uh, uh, another disclaimer, we are all about women's lib and women's right, but this bitch right here is fixing to get the business. 
So last night, <laughs> I'm over at Seth's house, and he watched it. They were recording this on a Tuesday. So I'm over there on a Monday. He saw it Sunday night. And I asked him, just straight up, I didn't want to hear any of his thoughts or whatever. I'm like, so you watched it. Uh, and I apologized to him. And he's like, ah, it wasn't that bad. Whoa, whoa. I didn't say, I, that's not the words I used. What did you okay. say? I, right. said this, the, I said this was not the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh. Uh, that's, well, that's different. How's, not to me. That's, that's way different. <laughs> that's way different. In my defense, me, I was drunk last night. Before we even start this conversation, Rebel, I'm going to ask you one question and one question only. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, was it worse than Batman versus Superman? Absolutely not. <laughs> Batman, Batman versus, no, 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 no. Batman versus Superman is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, period. All I right. loathe that fucking film. That film pisses me off because it insults my intelligence and and is a slap in the face to it to the legacy of two of the most iconic fictional characters ever created Batman so what i'm hearing Superman. is so what i'm hearing is you don't give enough of a fuck about wonder woman to get that pissed off about this movie no that's not what i'm saying okay because that's I'm, what i'm hearing. i'm saying i'm saying that there are elements of this film um that are good I would elements. love to hear these elements. Please proceed, sir. Because me and Ian didn't find them. I mean, when Wonder Woman's actually, you know, saving people. You mean in slow you motion? Don't, you don't see you don't see that in superhero films today. Not really. Not on saving just random folks. You mean when she's saving um, people in slow motion every yeah. single fucking time? Yeah, I know it's in slow motion every single time because Snyder has so much <laughs> involvement in it. Holy crap. And, you know what I just realized? I forgot to mention this, and sorry, I'll, I'll let you go in a second. Seth hadn't seen the original Wonder Woman until Saturday. Like, he, oh. watched, he watched the first Wonder Woman on Saturday, and then the next day watched 84. Never saw it yeah. before. Okay. All right. That's fair. So, all right. With that being said, what did you think about the original Wonder Woman? We're not going to talk fine. about it. All right. Okay. And the second, Wonder Woman, the second Wonder Woman, better or worse? Worse. worse. Okay, okay, good. That's all I need to hear. Let's proceed. Much it, worse. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I, it's the idea of Wonder Woman, at, you know, saving people, being a superhero. But it's the way that it's shot. And oh, before, before I forget to mention it, the opening uh, sequence, the whole first 15 minutes is pointless. Yeah. I felt like I was watching the first one again. Yeah. Why are we here? What did, they, what did that even show you? It shows Thank you, you nothing. After, after that was over, then it shows the uh, then it shows modern day or uh, you know nineteen eighty four. I'm like, what the movie could have started here? When, when and nothing like, would be different. Ian, what was it? Five minutes into the opening, fifteen minutes, I looked at you and like, are they really doing this again? Yeah, because like like you said. This doesn't play out into the into the main story ever. Why is it here? Did you just have leftover footage from the first film? Well, you know I what know pisses this... me off. Go ahead, Seth. I was I was going to say that uh, I know that this film was shot and finished. Well, it was uh, the shooting wrapped, original shooting wrapped in 2018. 
This mm-hmm. film has been in development hell ever since. Uh, there's been reshoots, uh, and you can kind of tell where the studio stepped in. Um, the whole hat we why is Chris Pine back? Mm. Well, before we get into Chris why, Pine, why, why is he back? Before why, we get into why is that her wish? Yeah, but, and why are but, we dealing with wishes? Yeah, before we get into all that, which we're definitely going to touch on, trust me, I want to touch on something you just said, how this movie has been in post-production for two years. What pisses me off the most about this film, and what I find the biggest slap to the face, is you have two years to do post-production things, and this is what you decided was good enough to give me? No. No. No, no. It's a money grab. Plain and simple. Think, it's all I think it was. I think it was uh, Honest Trailers. They, at the end of their, their – they were talking about this movie, and they're like, you killed the theater industry for this? Yeah. Well, let, let's – yeah, let's let's um, let's let's call it what it is. The CGI in this movie is B-level at best. It's atrocious. It's, it's pretty ugly. The... At best, it's B-level. It, it reminded me – of a high-budget sci-fi film. And when I'm saying sci-fi, I mean the sci-fi channel, not the genre. Right. And, I, dude, I, and, and there's some, there's there's a couple of shots I like where she's where she's uh, uh, swinging the lasso, deflected bullets. That was cool-looking. Um, I like that. Okay. But it's, it's, it, it, it's shots like that where I think the director was having her, uh, her having a field day, and because it's bright and colorful, but for a film to be so bright and colorful, it's bland as shit. I fell asleep three times watching this movie. I, uh, my my I, rage I was so, and anger. I was so unengaged. My ra- mine and Ian's rage and anger would not allow us to fall asleep during this movie. We were seething watching this, and when I say seething, know that I mean. He and I were seething watching this film. Yeah, because I try not to... I do my best to separate comic books from comic book movies because I know not everything is going to play out the way that it would in a, in, a, in a book, but when you blatantly mishandle characters so badly, and I'm talking specifically about Maxwell Lord, who, by the way, I love... Well, who's also the Mandalorian and plays it very well... It seemed like most of his his scenes, they did one take and just said, fuck it, we're good enough, moving on. Because yep. this is the worst Pedro Pascal I've ever seen. Yep. It's, and it, I, and his, I love him. His performance is it's so strange. It's, it's, it's hammy, yet it's, it's wooden, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, but, I I don't get some of the choices that he was making. Was was he being directed at all, or did know. they or did or did Patty Jenkins just say go for it, fucking wing it? Here's your lines. Do what you want to fucking do. Yeah, and uh, with no with no knowledge of who Maxwell Ward is as a character whatsoever. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. who Maxwell Lord is, and that is the uh, just a. Um, so opposite. It was insulting. Because quick history lesson, and I'm not going to harp on you know what they did wrong with this character, but Maxwell Lord is 
His his whole thing is mind control. He's he's not goofy. He can literally control Superman with his mind control powers. He's not a telepath. He just, it's, it's strictly mind control. This whole granting wish bullshit. And he was a he was a he was a friend to the Justice League and, until he killed Blue Beetle. So the entire portrayal of his character was so wrong that it actually made me upset. And I'm like, call him literally anybody else. I don't care. I don't that, care. And you want to make make makes the decision about his character even more baffling. Jeff Johns helped write this script. Y you think he'd know? Yeah, I've seen Jeff Johns write some of the best DC stories ever. But no. And I think what – okay, what made me the most angry – we will get into in a second. But what made me the second most angry is I am so sick and goddamn tired of these comic book cliches where Kristen Wiig, who I like, she plays the cheetah. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'll see how she does. Oh, she's the stereotypical, oh, she's got glasses and messy hair, so she's undesirable, and then we're just going to make her hot by taking her glasses off. How many fucking movies do this? Batman and Robin, Spider-Man 2, oh, stop doing that. She's and all that. And correct, me, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but Minerva in the comics is nowhere near like that, is she? Uh, not really, no. Uh, I, I'm slightly unfamiliar how she got her powers, but I Cheetah is an cursed. evil son of a bitch. She was an evil uh, son of a bitch. I she, think Minerva was cursed, wasn't she? Oh, uh, she, she wasn't a metahuman, was she? Uh, I think she was, yeah. But, uh, she wasn't, like, on the, like, what, be honest, like, what, she's one of Wonder Woman's arch enemies, but it's not even close to who would be yeah, the other it, one in a fight. But they, they, they right. made her, like, on, on the same level. As Wonder Woman, which I'm just like, nah, no, with dude, that, no, not with, even close. With that being said, um, you know, I thought personally, her story arc and her character in this movie was the best story arc and the best character in this movie. Now, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination her story arc or her character in this movie was great. But I'm not even going to go as far as to say she carried the movie. But when she was on screen, she was the best thing happening on screen at the time she was on the screen. And that she, is sad. Wig has the best performance in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I said, she, she actually this has like been she, done she so many times. That yeah. It, that, yeah, but she's like I said, this cliche's done been done so many times that when something I've seen a million times is the best part of the film. We have a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because name like uh, Iron Man three, uh, Guy Pierce's character. He was ugly. Now he's attractive and a bad guy. Why does this keep happening? And when yeah. this is the most interesting part of your movie, which is a sequel, by the way, and there should be more action because you don't have to develop the main character. When I think more happened in the first Wonder Woman. It did. Yeah. Because she starts out Wonder in Woman a mall. Actually had, the first Wonder Woman actually had substance. Yeah, because you see her in a mall at the beginning of the film. She's saving a lot of people, and then she doesn't do jack shit for another hour. This movie is 30 minutes too long. This is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. It is, yeah. it is 30 minutes too long because there's so much going on that you don't care about. 
Yeah. Like Seth said, why is Chris Pine back? Oh, and is it Chris it's Pine, been... or is it some random guy that looks like Chris Pine, or does he look like Chris Pine, or does it? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah, no, is that right? Is that right? Apparently, whenever she said the wish, which I completely missed and had to look for, because I didn't realize it, that she made a wish. Because she, she does did, it in She did it silently. Yeah. She's like, I know what I would wish for, and then she never says it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this dude is acting like Chris Pine, and I'm like, but why is she here? Right, yeah. because his, apparently his spirit has possessed another dude's body, and, and, they, and, they, now, and, and but only but now only she can see that it's Chris Pine. Yeah, but what happened? To, what happened to this why, dude? But but the wishes make nuclear weapons just appear out of nowhere. So why wasn't Steve just you know materialized out of nowhere? Why yeah, couldn't it have just been him? Why have him in someone else? I, I don't understand. The, the 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 who writes it like this? Who DC? thinks this is who thinks yeah, this is DC. a logical progression? The of writers events? of the writers of the DCU because they oh. did it time and time and time again. I would I would like to point out that uh uh you know Chris Pine takes over this guy's body and then they sleep together. Is that rape? Because that that guy had a life and a body, and Chris Pine just took it over and just went, just went and you know, just started having sex with it. I mean, you're not wrong. That's why was it someone else? I I don't understand because everything else happens; it just happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and Chris, you know, it's it's, it's he, He's the only one that's uh, the word I'm looking for. He's the only one that's that's. Kind of like he's he's using an intermediary, an, uh, an intermediary, and I don't understand why. Uh, Nothing I'm, I'm else has use, to. I'm going to use a Seth Rebel famous quote here, describing myself and Ian watching this movie. We're watching this movie, and things just kind of happen. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on the thing that pisses me off the most. Oh, you think that you mean the thing that I literally almost had to physically keep you from leaving my house? Yeah. Because yeah. I said, and we, we both said, if they're about to do this, this movie is dead to me. And I'm leaving. That, and those I'm, were your exact words. Yeah. I'm out. And literally two seconds later, they did, did it. it. They did it. And yes, we're talking about the invisible airplane, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's what pissed you off? More than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> Why? Okay, well, let's, okay, let's break the scene down, because they just break into the Smithsonian and find a plane that's... Fully fueled. With fuel, fueled, yeah, ready to go. That Steve miraculously knows how to fly, even though he was a World War One pilot, where it was just a stick and pedals. And he just knows how to fly it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Come back in and fuck you again. And all of a sudden, they're they're going to see us. How do we escape? And she's like, out of nowhere, well, my mom told me about this ability that I could use <laughs> once when I was a kid, and I think I know how to do it. Let me try. Oh, it worked. We're invisible now. Why, were the, why weren't the insides invisible? Mm. 
it 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 didn't piss me off. I just thought it was a very lazy way to work in that part of her of her uh, of her uh, legacy and her lore. That's uh, why it pissed me off because it had, it was lazy, has no place here, and is stupid. No. Yeah, because she could just automatically stupid. do that. Oh, give me yeah. a break! It and, was even, a, and, and then and then they land in the fucking desert, and when they take off in the same plane. It's no longer invisible. Everybody can see it. It was just it, uh, sure. Yeah, that's ex- yeah, sure, sure. Because because they because they were yeah, I, I remember it vividly. They were they were running to the airplane, getting inside, and it was about to take off. And Wonder Woman's like, "Oh, I forgot to mention radar. What's that?" And then I'm like, "Don't you fucking do it! Mm-hmm. Don't you don't you do it? Well, how, how are you even going to do it? How are you even going to do it?" How do we keep him from seeing us on this radar? Well, my mom taught me this maneuver when I was a child that I've never used before. And maybe if I once, and maybe if I concentrate really, really hard, I can make us disappear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You fucking, you you fucking do that. And she did. You know what part pissed me off the most? Ian literally... Ian literally got up and walked towards the door, and I was like, no. If I have to finish it, so do you. No, please, Seth. What pissed you off the most? The final fight. I was just about to get to that. Wonder Wonder Woman's Spider-Man now? You're talking about where Cheetah's swinging around on uh, electrical cables only to die by electrocution? Or not die, but be enabled by electrocution? Mm -hmm. No, where Wonder Woman's basically Spider-Man now. Just using her lasso just to fly around the fight. Oh, not she, only is she Spider-Man, she automatically, she somehow miraculously turns into fucking Hulk girl. And I have a theory on why they made her, or they had her doing that in the fight. I don't think that this fight was shot. The I think that this was put together all CGI very quickly. And one of the main pieces of evidence that I have is if you watch the rest of the movie, it's very bright and colorful the whole time until you get to that scene. That scene is dark, it's washed out, and it's and it's because they're trying to hide mistakes. And it looks terrible. Her swinging around the whole I think the whole fight's in CGI and if and if she's and if uh uh Wonder Woman's not CGI'd She's being superimposed into the shot. So they could have had her film anything, and they could have done whatever they wanted to with it in post and made this stupid fight. I, think that, the, I think that they shot the end of it where she actually subdues her with electricity, but all the swinging on electrical cables and things was added in it after post because they had to find a way to... Get it to where it's hard to see their face, where it's where you have motion blur on them, so you can't really make them out against the background because they're not going to match. Lighting, yeah. lighting for uh, to, in a fight like that's too hard to do. Yeah. Um, and, and 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 she needs this legendary armor of this legendary Amazonian goddess to fight mm-hmm. this character. And how does she get? It? Oh, I just happen to have it stored in my closet somewhere. Which she didn't even go put on. She was on her way. Oh. Uh, let's talk about how she learned to fly. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's just, uh, Steve, uh, Steve, it's just, it's just, just, you know, 
air and you know this. I'm like, that's not how flying works at all. It's speed no. and lift and all this shit. And she just miraculously knows that she can do that. And then, you know, lightning strikes where she swings off of it, which was a cool trailer moment. And you thought it was going to go somewhere. No, it went nowhere. Literally nowhere. No. They just they just showed it to you for no reason. Yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm Wonder Woman and I can lasso lightning. Yeah, great. But uh, what does that have to do with anything? Exactly. It meant nothing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she's just swinging around the battle at the end for no reason. Like, you just learned to fly. Also, you're Wonder Woman. Why are you swinging around like Spider-Man? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you've got this legendary armor that's super impenetrable, but you mean to tell me that Beast Woman Light can, like, claw chunks of it off with their little tiny kitten paws? I mean, the fuck? And what what pisses me off the most about uh, Cheetah is it it just shows a, a very cynical way of approaching these types of scenes. Why is she in costume? You couldn't do makeup on this person, on Kristen Wiig, to make it look good? Why does it have to be in CGI? This is so fucking lazy. Because nobody believes in it. Nobody believes in practical effects anymore. I don't see how you can't because the evidence is there on film. It looks better. Oh, you're preaching to the choir. You have all of these incredible stunt men and stunt women in Hollywood that desperately need work. They can do all this shit on wires of whatever if you need that if you need the wires. They can they can make a fight look good. Hell, superimpose their face onto onto the uh, onto the stunt person for all I give a fuck. Or, but or, make or it he, look, but actually shoot the shit. Or give here, a fuck and try because I'm about, sick and tired of this lazy way of filmmaking. It pisses it, me off. It's it's corporate. It's factory. It's 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 assembly line, and I here, can't stand that type of filmmaking. Here's a better idea. Give enough of a shit about your character and respect your character enough to learn the choreography yourself and do some of the stunts your fucking self. That's a lost art in Hollywood leads nowadays. Everybody well, like jumps said, to CGI. Even, uh, well, at least teach them enough to where they could sh- you know, they could do the majority of the fight and use the stunt people for the stuff that's going to take years of practice to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can train somebody how to punch and kick and dance. Oh, I know um, exactly in a, what you in a, mean. In a few months, but um, it's it, it, you, you you take away from the magic of movies whenever you make them this way. Mm-hmm. It just like I said, it feels very corporate and uh, just assembly line, and I I I, I loathe that type of filmmaking. It, it, it upsets and- me. And even Marvel's guilty of it in certain aspects. I mean, oh, it's not just right D- yeah, yeah. We're not picking on DC here. I mean, Marvel's guilty of it too. But it's Marvel at least makes it look respectable. Um, DC to date has not at all in any of the product I've seen them put out, save maybe Man of Steel. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Mm. And I I hate that we have to do this because I I, I am 
I'm the biggest DC fan on the show. I want nothing more than for DC to be just wonderful. I want them to be as I want all their films to be as good as I thought Shazam and Aquaman were. But they just they just aren't trying anymore, and that hurts. Mm-hmm. And if you're mm-hmm. not trying, stop making movies. <clears throat> just just keep making your animated movies, which are wonderful. Yeah, yeah. There's Marvel oh, does no, not hold a candle to DC's animated films. There oh, not at all. A, there is a buttload of talent at Warner Brothers Animation nowadays. A buttload of talent. Yeah. And I know those are easier to just do panel for panel because they're animated movies. They're animated and you can do literally anything you want. But their comic book movies will believe you if they get outrageous because, you know, we're talking about people turning into cheetahs and shit. But when I, when I am this close... When I'm this close to walking out of your film because you pissed me off in a movie that realistically makes absolutely no sense. Like, there's none of this will ever happen. But when I'm calling you out on your shit... Mm. Yeah, man, I mean, it's... it's... <sighs> I really, really wanted to like this movie. It's, it's everything I hate about Hollywood in a film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, it's uh, they did it to make money and set up to tell a good story. And I know, and I know that movie making is a business. I'm not naive. Yeah, but, it's called the entertainment industry. It's a business. Yeah, but you have to you have to employ people that make your product that are passionate about what they're making. And if you got just a bunch of suits telling a bunch of nerds to draw this on a computer. And try to make it look good by this date. I don't. Oh, it's not finished yet. Well, I don't care. Edit it together. Because uh, my God, that that whole battle looked awful. The moment she stepped out into the moonlight, and you saw the fakeness of the fur moving, mm-hmm. it automatically looked fake. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, really? She's not even going to be in costume. Uh. So here's my question. Uh, After the whole cheetah thing, you know, Maxwell Lord basically tells everyone in the world to make a wish. And then he takes back his wish. Why why, why is cheetah still cheetah? That should negate literally everything that ever happened. Literally everything. She turns back into Kristen Wiig. Yeah, she does, because everybody had to take their wish back, and she took her wish back as well. She was already back to being Kristen Wiig at that point, but she did take her wish back. I mean, it well, was a very t- short scene. Yeah, it was a very short scene, but she did. Well, I, th- I think she only took away her first or second wish, because she got two. Right. <laughs> Which, by by the way, watching the the montage of people come on camera and say, I renounce my wish... Over and over and over again, back to back, was one of the cheesiest sequences I've ever seen in a film. I laughed. It was so cheesy. Uh, You you might as well have had everyone throw their hands up to give Goku their energy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Also, what did Wonder Woman even do? She showed up in the armor, 
And then she's still wearing it inside for no reason because I don't and know why. Her, she looks stupid. Her, Gal looks Gadot's like, Gal. I'm sorry, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. Gal Gadot during that scene when she's trying to convince Maxwell Lord to renege on his wish because yada yada, you're going to save the Earth. She convinced me in that very moment of acting that she is a subpar actress at best. She's here for the paycheck. Her acting in that one scene alone garbage. was so garbage, it was laughable. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think we were together laughing at this because we were. First of all, yeah. first of all, you can't convince me that you care when you look so ridiculous because yeah. you look like Goldar. Yeah, well, you can't. <laughs> not only she, that, she did but like a fucking you, Power Ranger, dude. Not only that, but you can't convince me that you care when you so absolutely by your acting in this scene have convinced me that you do not care. Yeah. Because it if was, that's the best if that's the best acting chops you got, yeah. Um, it, how are you was, still making movies? It was laughably awful. Like yeah. like I said about Pedro Pascal, did did you only do one take? Cuz that would that 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 screamed warm up. Like I'm just right. warming up. All right, let's let's, let's I'm gonna loosen up. All right, let's let's read the lines, and cut. Wait, what do you mean cut? And, that was yeah, it. That yeah, was it. Yeah. There's moving on. There's only there's only one scene where I think they had multiple takes, and that was the one where he's screaming for his son. Yeah. Now that was believable. Alistair, Alistair, and the reason I say that is because I think they used every take. Literally all of them. <laughs> Literally all of them. Because I was like, stop saying it. We get it. Just yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need you to say it 17 times. Right. Yell his name. Uh, it, it, it starts to lose its its weight, the very little weight it had. Yeah. And then this movie has the bold face arrogance to drag in Linda Carter. <laughs> I forgot about that. Where? When? The, she was at the post-credit the, uh, scene. Yeah, the post-credit scene. She oh, she, plays... she, no, no wonder I don't remember because I did not stick around for that. She, oh. she, she, she's the legendary warrior whose armor, whose golden armor, yeah, whose golden armor, yeah, armor Wonder Woman was wearing during the fight with Cheetah. And she's still and she alive. Just, and she's still alive. And just shows up in a crowd of people out of nowhere for no, for no reason, reason whatsoever. Just fan do service. Anything. Yeah, that's just all it was. Just fan service. Hey, all right, we gave you this piece of shit. We're going to give you Linda Carter now. Because we've well, already that's... shit on the legacy of Wonder Woman, let's shit on the actress. Well, everything you just described to me is about ten pounds of I don't give a shit in a five pound who gives a fuck sack. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I... <sighs> the, 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 most most of the time, post credit scenes are meant to set something up for later. This meant yeah. nothing, and it was no. just there to be like, oh, you remember her? Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, we hate her too. Yeah. We yeah. hate you, we hate Wonder Woman, we hate your cow, everybody. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. We're got paid. Yeah. Needless oh. to say, this this movie will not get another second of my time, ever. No, I'll, I'll never watch it again. Ever. I'll watch Justice League before I watch this movie again. Same. Hmm. And that's saying something. Can I just never watch Justice League? Can I can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and, and 
The and, and the thing, and I think me and Ian, Ian even said this, what, like 25, 30 minutes into this film, is this is your follow-up to Wonder Woman 1, which is arguably the arguably. arguably the best movie DC's put out yet. It's top three. Yeah, and this is your follow-up? Disrespect. Such disrespect to the first movie. Yeah. Because Wonder Woman 1, was a, I thought it was a very good film. It was good. Surprisingly I watched, good. I watched it again movie. with Seth. I watched yeah, it again yeah. with Seth, which is the first time I've seen it since I saw it the first time. Yeah. It it was good. I give it a I give it a B, but that but that's better than literally everything that DC put out before it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. With the exception but, uh, of with the exception of Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman came out Wonder- after. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, as far as DC yeah. movies ranked, I'm going Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel. I've always thought Aquaman, Shazam, then Wonder Woman. You know, and well, we we never covered Shazam. We've never really even talked about it. That we might have to save that for a different episode because I have my thoughts on Shazam, but we'll save those for a later time. I just remember, uh, and I'm not reviewing the movie, but I, I I walked, I got out of the theater after seeing Shazam. I went to my girlfriend's house where Seth was actually living too, and I walked in and I'm like, dude. You gotta go see this movie. I bought his tickets then and there on my phone. I'm like, go get out of the house. Go watch this fucking movie. <laughs> it, it, it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. <clears throat> okay. And I, I actually forgot all about it until you just mentioned it. To be honest with you. Yeah, Shazam is a is definitely top three for me, and so is the yeah. first Wonder Woman. But yeah, disrespect. And yeah. Mm-hmm. if if they're teasing something with this Linda Carter bullshit. Uh, with the post credit scene, I'm not interested. Just, just do me. Yeah, I, I don't care. You, yeah. you have, you have, you have severely, you, you hurt my faith in you. Like, because I, I thought, oh, one over eighty four. The first one was good. I mean, they could, it could either be on par or better. Mm-hmm. How, how, how did you make it so much unbearably worse? Yeah, agreed. Um, so much so, I've was, lost my faith uh, in the third movie. Yeah, I, uh, I I think this is the worst outing of everyone involved. Oh, for sure. Jeff Johns, Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Are you Pascal, kidding me? Everyone, and it just is is such subpar. <clears throat> uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Yep. Well, I don't know. He's made worse than this. I'm just saying, like, yeah. dude. How, how in the absolute hell is the Mandalorian fucking, uh, I, I forget his name on Game of Thrones, but he was one of my favorite characters on Game of Thrones. He was paid, uh, yeah. Ob- Obert yeah. Martell. Martell, Obert Martell. Yeah. God damn it, man. That's how you want to play this character? Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? That's and, and, and hey, I'm not blaming him. But I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a black mark on his record for sure because I mean bad yeah. director is a bad director, right? He was probably doing I mean, it the way he was told. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. did not, I did not want to watch, sit down and watch this film with, with with Dasher and hate it. I did not want to. I, I, I trust me. I want to sit here and talk about the good things DC are doing. They're playing catch up, but no, <clears throat> they they've just <clears throat> they've solidified my belief that Aquaman and Shazam. Were flukes. 
And, and, yeah, they and accidentally 30, made good movies. Thirty minutes into watching this movie, me and Ian collectively looked at each other, and we knew that this was going to be a piece of shit. Thirty minutes in, with two hours left to go, and it progressively got worse. <clears throat> and that's it was it, it was very painful. It was disappointing. It's two and a half hours of our lives that we will never ever get back. And it sucks too because I like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I do too. I'm not. I'm not a Wonder Woman hater at all. I, I, she's a. I, not, she's a great. She's a she great is. character. Yeah. She's a wonderful character. But like I she said, this. I have. I have zero faith in DC anymore to make mm-hmm. a live action movie because DC is home to my favorite characters in fiction. And if I hear they're doing, you know, oh, they're going to make a Green Arrow movie, please don't. Please, please don't. Or, you know, the, 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 what happened to the Flash movie we were promised? Uh, honestly, at this point, I don't care. Because they'd have fucked that up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that they're bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman in that particular universe. For the Flashpoint? Oh, God. For the Flashpoint, yeah. I mean, we, we can only imagine what's going to happen when DC gets a hold of fucking time travel. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing. They've done Flashpoint three separate times. Once in the comics, once uh, for the animated movie, which was great, and then they did it in the Flash TV show. Please don't just stop. Yeah. Make a diff- make a completely different Flash movie. I don't care which one. Just leave Flashpoint <laughs> alone because the amount of details you have to get right for you're this not story pack, to work, you're, you're not, not going to make pack it. Into a, yeah, you're not going to pack that into a two-hour movie. Just don't. I just even, hope, the, even the I Flash hope, TV show screwed it up. I hope that the recent shakeup at uh, DC management is going to help things, because now Jim Lee's in charge of creative. Right. And I hope that leads to much better things, because Jeff Johns was, and if this is the shit that Jeff Johns wants to give us, I'm done with you, dude. Just demote him back to yeah. comic book writer because, like, yeah. I, I would love to see him go back to just writing comics. Because, like as, I said, Infinite Crisis is one of my favorite uh, stories that he wrote. As much as people probably don't want to hear this, and as much as it's not going to happen because we all know it's not going to happen, they're too far in the game at this point, the DCU needs a page one rewrite. Absolutely. It needs to start over. And if that's yeah. what you're going to do with Flashpoint, just don't. Just make. Like, you're already making a Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. That could be your page one. Have Superman show up at the end. Or somebody. I don't give a fuck who. Anybody Just start but over. The fucking, anybody but the fucking Joker. Yeah, start over. Because... I just want them to do one-off try. films. I don't want things that are... With DC I'm fine that with that. Connected like yeah. I am too, because that's what DC's always done best. Yeah, they don't. They don't have to be Marvel. Not everything yeah. has to connect at DC. You can give Easter eggs and all your one-offs, and that's fine. They can, those Easter eggs can set up other films, but those films don't have to necessarily be connected. You're you're not going to catch up with Marvel at this point. You're just not. No, and we're at a point where right now people have serious comic book movie fatigue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too, that's you're the too thing. late. You're too late in the game to and, be playing Mar- Marvel catch-up. And Marvel knows that, which is why on the big screen we haven't got any new Marvel content in, what, two and a half years now? Going on three no. years now since Endgame? 
No, where Black Widow was supposed to come out how long ago, and we yeah. still don't have it. It was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, and, and we're and we not, still don't we're have not, it. Yeah, and we're not getting another Avengers movie at least till twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Because they're taking a break. They realize we all exactly. need to just because yeah. we're not we're not all flocking to the theater. We're exhausted. We're yep. tired. Yep. There's a pandemic. They're they're going to give us some small screen stuff, which you know, for what it is, is either going to be really good or really bad, depending on who you are and what your thoughts are on the content. So far, um, Rebel, um, but <laughs> um, you know they 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 know that people needed a break, which is why they've stayed away from the big screen for a time now. They're going to come back. They're going to flood the market again. But when they do, yeah. it's going to be when people's when people's ready for it again. Yeah, because a lot of these actors still have contracts. Yep. Yes, yep. they do. <clears throat> but yeah, Steve DC, Rogers, I'm looking at you. Yeah. But uh, DC, just just stop. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, if they want to just make one-offs, that's fine. But if they want to restart their entire universe over because I knew this was a bad idea when Ben Affleck was cast as old Batman. I'm like, why is he old? He needs to be in his prime. Yeah. This makes no sense. How are yeah. you going to have a Justice League movie with old Batman? They, they're this, just now meeting? This makes no at, sense. At because this point, Zack Snyder yeah. loved uh, Batman Returns. The, the, uh, fuck. The Alan Moore comic. Um, oh, The Dark Knight Returns? Or, or, yeah. It was a great he book. He had to put it on screen. Yeah, at this point, just fucking go ahead and give us Terry McGinnis. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But then you have the entire Justice League <clears throat> beyond, which none of these characters even in besides old Superman. It, it's a clusterfuck that they, they wrote themselves into, and I do not yeah. feel sorry for them. And I don't think that they can write themselves out of it at this point. Unless they just want to start over, which is fine. Which they're not going to do. do. It slow, but do it slowly. But they're not going to do that. No, they're not. They're Eventually, not. maybe are... 15, 20 years down the road, they'll restart it, but not anytime soon. Nope. I think that I think that the number one, the number one uh, priority at uh, Warner Brothers should be to find a filmmaker that understands Superman. You mean like Kevin Smith? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, look at that. I brought him up in two back-to-back -back episodes. Yep. Because uh, he yep. almost did make a Superman film. Yep. He should, do, he should do a Mandalorian episode, and he should do a DC film. I agree 100%. And I mean, even if it's not Kevin Smith, just make sure it's someone that understands the character, understands the material. Cause, because cause, it, it, is, it is never whether or not Superman will win. That is not the point of Superman. It is, it's, yeah. is he doing the right thing? That mm -hmm. should be the central conflict of your movie. But don't, uh, don't make it boring like Superman Returns, where he's not doing Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I you mean where this, he's being a stalker? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I will say this, though. I still have hopes for the Batman. So do I. I'm holding my hopes because well, uh, they, they were, they're it, not even done filming yet. I know, but if it's anything like the trailer we got, even close to the, like the trailer we got, I'm here for it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure we said that about Godzilla versus Kong 
literally an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you all know this. We've been going on for a while. Yeah, this is well, I mean, this is our first episode in over a month. Of course it was going to be longer than normal. Stick with us, folks. Mm-hmm. Because next week it's your maybe turn. Maybe just maybe just as no, it is not. Because next week we have to talk about what has come out since we've been gone. And I oh. watched episode one last night with Seth. He went on to finish the other two episodes, while I uh, I did not. We got to talk about Wandavision because mm-hmm. when when these things come out, they take precedence over our choices. That's true. And I'm already all three episodes in. And by the time we film next week, it'll be four episodes in. And um, yeah. And we'll, we'll see talk how about it goes. Those four. We'll talk about those yeah. four. And let me just say, if the rest of the episodes are anything like the episode that I saw last night, I might need another beer. Uh, the, I, I will end by saying this. This show is not going to be for everybody. No. This, and... this is going to be one of those shows you're either really going to like it or you're going to absolutely hate it. There's really no in between here, and I, I already, totally, I, I totally I get and understand it. But, I know Seth's feelings already. He could not help but talk about it. But I think I know where they're going with it, and if they're going with it, where I think they're going with it, holy fucking shit! And that's all I'll say right now. We'll see. Okay. All right, gentlemen. gentlemen <clears throat> it's good to be back. It is. Yes, it is. See y'all next week. Until next week, folks. Bye-bye now.